0: From Florida's Gulf Coast, where sun kiss waves inspire us, welcome to this episode of Talent Talk and Strategy Stroll, where we navigate the intersection of talent optimization and business strategy with wit, wisdom, and a dash of sibling rivalry. I'm your co-host, Mary Stockwell, joined by my brother, a Hemingway lookalike, and a seasoned business coach and talent strategist,
1: Tim <clears throat> Stockwell. Good morning, well, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. And shall I say a belated happy birthday to you? Oh, thank you. A couple, a couple days ago, I know you had a nice weekend celebrating it with one of our other sisters. And um, it was a a while ago when you were born. But there was a lot of excitement in our household because you happened to be born on our father's mother's birthday, so our grandmother. And that has always been a a sense of excitement and pride for Nana that she had a little girl born on her birthday. So that's pretty cool.
0: Oh, thank you. Uh I always felt honored to be uh, born on the same day as my Nana. And I know the celebrations were great and uh, always fun and always remembering her on my birthday too so thanks for that Tim I think that uh, the theme will be more fun in 24 so I'm looking forward to that
1: yeah that was uh it was interesting so that was uh yeah, it was because she was a very independent woman and you were similar in a lot of ways so here we go <laughs>
0: Well, I see that uh, you're
1: donning a, uh, what is that, a Kansas City Chiefs hat? Well, you know that's a Kansas City Chiefs hat. And this happens to be from last year's Super Bowl champion hat that I'm looking forward to perhaps in just a few days to be able to don the championship hat for the Kansas City Chiefs for Super Bowl 58. Okay. See if we can do uh, it back to back. That's my political statement for the day.
0: <laughs> okay. Hey, I don't want to get into too much trouble here, but when you're thinking of talent optimization and um, Taylor Swift and, and Travis Kelsey, I mean, what they're doing as a couple is interesting. And can that be equated back to talent optimization? I don't know. You see a lot of little girls watching football with their daddies.
1: That's right. That's you true. A lot of
0: Stories about that. And is yeah. that uh, creating a whole new generation of fans? raving fans it might yeah. be
1: could That's
0: be awesome it's, it's, I think it's exciting I think it's exciting to watch and see how that develops so
1: yeah I think I saw I saw a stat quickly that just said that the NFL in the Kansas City area has seen a 300 and some million dollar boost by uh, Taylor Swift's um, influence so yeah uh, you know it's um, it's nothing but good for for the organizations uh, and and for Taylor Swift what a, what a lovely lady she is yeah that's exciting all
0: right, yeah. let's all right so we're
1: go. what's that
0: let's go ahead and dig in
1: yeah let's go because we're excited to kick off season two today
0: congratulations um,
1: yeah really and uh, before we do i'd like to just do a quick recap of season one which for me i think for you and uh, according to a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. some great insights from them we had some meaningful conversations, both with our guests and some offline, uh, a lot of learning. Uh, we're really grateful for our listeners. We're proud of the results of season one, uh, which include a Spotify rating of five. And Mare, what does that mean? If Spotify rates us a five.
0: Well, five is top, top of the chart, so that listeners are really liking us and, um, Uh, And they find the quality of the content good and relative to things they're interested in. They think we're a little humorous as well.
1: (laughs) Well, I hope so. Uh, It was also our podcast was shared in five countries. I'm blown away by that, but uh, very grateful. And our top episode, which also happens to be one of my favorites, was Where the Rubber Meets the Road, with our cousin Lucas Dupont, as he talked about the Yombo visma Racing uh, Tour team and the Tour de France race, and equally as impressive, I think maybe more so, is that our podcasts were shared over sixteen hundred times.
0: Pretty impressive. I think those are great numbers for season one kickoff, <laughs>
1: very
0: and uh, cool. I think it's prompting cool. us to to move forward with with zest and. Uh, fun and
1: information for season two. Yeah, well, you did a great job, Mayor. All, all season, job. terrific job. So, it was a lot of fun. And I, we loved our guests and I'm looking forward to our guests this year. So we're gonna kick off season two and this episode one, uh, talking about talent optimization, basically TO 101, and how to unveil your workforce hidden gems, and also uh, lining up a great group of guest speakers this season to talk about talent optimization. So looking forward to that.
0: Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that too.
1: So uh, welcome, welcome
0: back to Talent Talk and Strategy Stroll, Stroll, your guide to optimizing talent, empowering leaders, and navigating the business landscape. Today, as Tim mentioned, we're kicking off season two with Talent Optimization 101. Unleashing the Hidden Potential potential within your team this episode demystifies talent optimization explores its impact and equips you with practical strategies to boost engagement development and top-notch hiring
1: <clears throat> uh it's going to that's for sure <clears throat> so if we can just kind of set the stage for what we're what we're going to try to talk about so if you imagine mayor and I walk on the beach all the time down here we You come across oysters on the beach all the time and you look at it and you think, well, that's kind of an interesting creature, but when you crack it open and you see the beauty of the pearl inside, which has a great role in the life of the oyster by itself, but the beauty of that is something you're only gonna uncover if you take a chance and learn how to do that properly so you don't destroy the oyster, but yet let that pearl gleam with all the untapped beauty that it has. So just like that, probably your workforce has uh, a hidden talents that are waiting to be unleashed, and they may not be able to help you understand how to do that. So as a manager, as a leader, it's your role to do it. So we're going to crack open those secrets to talent optimization and really being, revealing how you can transform your team into a powerhouse of really engaged, developed, thriving individuals who are willing to contribute uh, to accelerating the results that you're trying to achieve.
0: Yeah. And not just in this episode, but this entire season is really going to be focused on on just that. Um, Right.
1: Yep. I I hope so. And I I think that's why I'm excited about our guests this, this season that we've already got lined up because that's really going to be the focus and how they handle it on a real time on the job level um, and impacting their, their, their jobs, their roles, their companies.
0: 100%. So today, um, we're really going to kind of focus on three areas, right? So first is unpacking the treasure. What is talent optimization? Forget the jargon. Let's break down the core principles of optimizing your talent. How does it differ from traditional HR practices? And second, we're going to take a, a look at diamonds in the rough, assessing the impact, hiring, learning, thriving. How does talent optimization unlock those positive ripples across your organization? Let's quantify the benefits for both employees and companies. And third, polishing the gems. Practical strategies. We will equip you with actionable takeaways from recruitment hacks to development tips. (laughs) Discover how to nurture your team's hidden potential in real-world
1: scenarios. And I think that's important, Maris, how to be able to do all of those things. So I think first that we ought to really kind of redefine what is talent optimization. I'm sure a lot of people are concerned, and we've heard that from some of our listeners. So I want to give you the actual def- definition as developed by Matt pepsell who is affectionately known as the godfather of talent optimization. And he says it's a strategic process that maximizes business results by optimizing the performance and experience of the individuals, the teams, and the organizations. So that's what we're going to do is in terms of, Mayor's comment, in terms of diamonds of the rough, we're going to assess the impact. And if the people are the engine that drive business to maximize results. So part of the role of talent optimization is to recognize how to be able to once you create the vision and the objectives of what you want to do, how can you unleash the talent and the beauty of the people you have on your team to maximize and accelerate the business results? Because according to predictive index, 70% of CEOs who didn't achieve their company's objectives said the reason they missed their goal was due to problems with people, be it communication, <laughs> the flow, holding people accountable, having the right people in the right seats, all of those elements, but when it comes down to where is the breakdown, we find it with the people and the people strategy or right or lack of people strategy That's in cases. So mm-hmm. then we're going to work on polishing those gems. What do we do from a practical strategic perspective to align the correct people to the business objectives? Mm-hmm. How do you identify it? M- More importantly, how do you hire the right fit every time? Make sure that they are the correct person sitting in Etsy to do that job. And how do you build them up so that they're ready for the next role? How do you measure what that experience is for those individuals to continue to keep them engaged? Managing and helping the leaders be equipped to be able to manage effectively, communicate effectively at every level within the organization, not just C-suite. But then ensuring the employee's health and well-being. You know, How do we help them balance that? life work balance that's so important to be able to get the highest level of productivity possible you think yeah
0: perfect <clears throat> i think that's exactly right i would also maybe add to polishing the gems the the mental fitness mm-hmm. right so bringing in the the pq aspect of that i think is equally as important
1: yeah and pq mera so for those who don't know pq what does that stand for them. uh
0: well it's uh positive intelligence so it's mental mm-hmm. fitness through um yeah PQ so Tim and I are both trained PQ coaches mm-hmm. and um we find a real natural fit between positive intelligence and the predictive index Suite of tools yeah we can and we'll go into that later
1: I'm sure we'll cover yeah. that maybe episode three or four about one a little bit more detail about positive intelligence quotient so
0: yeah it's not the focus today but it is nope. important to be listed in the polishing of the
1: gems right
0: <clears throat> so our listeners have uh, popped some questions to us and there's been a common theme that have run through them so we picked out two we picked out two questions that we'll we'll address during this episode <laughs> um and and in future episodes we may that de- dive a little deeper into them, but some of the common questions are, what's the biggest obstacle that you have found in optimizing talent within organizations that you work with? And the second one is, can you share a story of a hidden gem on a team? I mean, that's not the exact words, but that fits with our theme. So we've kind of rewritten it a little bit. So how did they shine thanks to effective talent management in essence? So um, but let's go ahead and dig into them. Sure. Tim, when you think of traditional HR practices, what are some limitations that come to mind in terms of optimizing talent?
1: I, I It's a great question because I, I I see it from multiple facets of from a traditional HR practices. you know I spent many years in that on a, on a global scale. and it and it's it, it's challenging for an HR team because they have to try to create. A, a consistent methodology in order to recruit the right people, bring them in, an interview process that seems to be unbiased. So there's a generally a focus on sort of a one-size-fits-all. And within that, it's very difficult to be able to create a tailored process based on the individual job, the departments, the management style, all of those kinds of things. And then you set up and they've created these rigid performance reviews. I know when I had to do performance reviews, I hated it. You know, you do it every once in a quarter, once a quarter, maybe, um, because I'm a much more free flowing manager and I I did not like this rigid performance review process. So it was not necessarily as effective as it needed to be. And then you have this reactive recruitment process that they have to go through. Where HR is generally tasked with through recruitment, And they may or may not truly understand the nature of the job that they're recruiting for. So it's hard to sort through the right people to interview, the right people to pass on to management to take a look at. And I think it neglects that individual need and the potential. But fundamentally, I think, from the HR practices that I've seen, and I've said it before, is the inability to truly craft a job description. That accurately describes the job and the responsibilities those individuals are going to have to do and how they're going to be accountable for accomplishing it.
0: That- I think another thing too, Tim, that may float up into that area is that, you know, HR does shoulder all those responsibilities. But in essence, because people are the engines that drive business, you know, it needs to be at a C-suite level that they're focusing on the
1: strategies of people absolutely yeah that's a good point (laughs) yeah and that and that's you know those those kinds of things if it's not set at that level in terms of what's the vision what are the objectives then those HR practices sort of grow organically in a I I, I can't really say in a chaotic atmosphere but it's a reactive atmosphere right one step behind yeah. where management and the, and the leadership wants us to be.
0: So how can we see, uh, you know, Tim, a, a shift towards a more proactive and personalized approach to talent optimization?
1: Yeah, you know, we've, we've talked about this a bit in season one too, in terms of those three core pillars of how you go about doing it. So it's, it's hiring for the potential and the fit, or maybe let's say the fit and the potential um maybe a more accurate way to do it. So how do you know you're getting the right people at the right time to fill those jobs? And then how do you develop a continuous development methodology that's tailored to, tailored to that individual? And I'll, again, I come back to understanding all of the jobs based on the job descriptions and requirements so that you can begin to map a succession methodology for those individuals. Traditional succession planning would indicate you're trying to find your next group of leaders moving up through the senior ranks and into the C-suite. But in reality, it needs to start at a much lower level. How do you build your incoming people to be able to take on small supervisory skills to management skills to executive leadership skills? But you have to be able to do that on that individual strengths basis. And then you got to create an environment that fosters people to be able to contribute, to be engaged, demonstrate that they're engaged, and the motivation to be able to do it. As I as I say a lot, people will not outperform their environment. So if if you bring in this highly energetic individual, these brilliant ideas and management has fallen in love with the individual, but you put them into an environment where their opinion or their perspective on how to make things better, different, faster goes unnoticed they begin to lose motivation and engagement fairly quickly. So you have to be able to keep those folks engaged and motivated to keep going. Create the environment that fosters that. And we often talk about
0: creating leaders at every level, and that's exactly what we mean, and that's what we work through. So, I mean, a leader is, doesn't have to be a manager. I mean, a leader can be a, a line worker. Mm-hmm. It can be anybody. So when we, we Meritas talks about, you know, developing leaders at every level, this is why,
1: yeah,
0: right,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, Tim, can you, share, you see, pardon?
1: No, no, I just said you're right at, at every level from a supervisory level, all the way up
0: for sure. So, so, Tim, can you share an example of how hiring for potential and fit led to a successful hire in your
1: experience? Well, I we see it a lot, you know, you, you can't. You could give one particular example, but you see it all the time. Is once you understand the individual's natural tendencies, um, and the, you try to match that to the job description, but you, and you see that they have these specific technical skills, or that's what's required. But you come across an individual who's much more creative. They may not have all of those skills that were defined, but you have this—you have an ability to to understand their natural capabilities and say. This individual has this passion for learning. They really want to become better at what they do. And we help them come out of that more from a technical perspective, that shell, and to be able to become a top performer, but also a key innovator. You look for innovation and ways for those people to express their natural talents. And it may or it may not match up exactly to the specific technical skills. And we see that a lot with HR is when the technical skills are the required for the job, right? And you see that there might be 20 different (laughs) requirements for that job. That's virtually impossible. So how do you sort through to make sure that you're picking the right people with the right kind of skills? That's how you create a truly talent-optimized organization. And Tim, I think if we add that too, like how do they fit in with the team?
0: Right. So, I mean, they have all these skills that they're bringing and then, you know, how do they fit with the team? And does that make a difference?
1: Yeah, well, we we see that all the time, how powerful that is. And then to be able to see individuals and say, hey, look, because these job descriptions are so well written, we can look in other parts of the organization and say this individual while over in this department, they are a perfect match for this role. Don't go out to the outer community, look who you got in your building and see if you got somebody else that is equally capable to somebody you're going to go out and recruit for. And you already have a known talent within your group. So there's a lot of ways that we're going to come back to and have this discussion about talent optimization. Absolutely.
0: So Tim, it was a really great discussion. We'll be adding to this conversation in each episode of of season two. We'll have Mm -hmm. guests from various industries that will share insights on talent optimization within their organization. We are super, super excited about that, excited about season two. And um, why are we kicking off today on the 6th of February, too?
1: Well, not only because it's just two days after your birthday, Mayor, <laughs> <laughs> but, but today happens to be a very big day in the predictive index world. And for all of us who are uh, predictive index um, aficionados is today is the kickoff of the launch of PI Perform, the newest tool to the predictive index toolbox. And we it officially hits the market today. And this tool totally rounds out the portfolio of PI tools that we offer. And it really focuses on putting the, a, a structured methodology into the hands of the managers so that they have a day-to-day structured methodolo- methodology based on the individuals, uh, natural talents and, uh, and and ways of being so that they can execute every single day to the best possible performance of that individual. So it is probably the premier, I wouldn't say probably, I'm sure it is, the premier performance management tool that we're, we've we been able to offer or that's out in the marketplace. And I think that when people have an opportunity to see it and how effective that tools, tool is, to be able to bring all the other components together to the desktop of the manager. I think people are gonna be very, very impressed and we're excited to be able to start to roll it out.
0: Yeah, and I think Tim, yeah. um, talk about the, all the other elements. Um, let's be clear in what we're talking about that the PI Perform integrates perfectly mm-hmm. with other PI modules. So you can mm-hmm. see relationship guides at your fingertips. You'll be able to see performance reviews. You'll be able to see their behavioral tendencies everything right at a manager's fingertips. so it is uh the only solution in the world today that integrates seamlessly with all mm-hmm. pi modules and we're really excited yeah, it's to, very cool tool. to kick this off so uh hey Tim you know are we showing demos of this product yet or what are we doing
1: let's go absolutely we're going to demo it we can start the demo it today we had uh experts to be able to come in in fact any of our clients that uh that that we uh, implement the tool with, uh, they get basically a dedicated um, consultant to be able to help them make sure that it gets integrated in the right way within your organization. So we're very excited.
0: Yeah, we've been demoing the tools, so we've showed it to people. Today, we can actually sell it. So that's exciting. And that's why we picked today, February 6, to launch season two. So unleashing the hidden gems within your workforce is more than just a possibility. It's a promise. Embrace the power of the predictive index and embark on a journey of talent optimization with us, Meritas Advisory Group. Uh, you can download our ebook about this particular uh, session at www.meritasadvisorygroup.solutions. You can subscribe to our podcast for more insights and contact us today to discuss how we can help you transform your team into a treasure trove of engaged, thriving individuals.
1: That's right. And remember, unlocking the potential within your workforce starts with understanding the unique characteristics of those pearls each individual holds. So what I like to do, dive. Let's dive together and discover the brilliance beneath the service of your your team uh, and what your objectives are. So you know, I think most of our listeners know we help customers around the world uh, develop teams and leaders at every level, from the supervisor level up through one-on-one coaching, leadership at scale programs that impact new managers or folks who want to become new managers, middle manager, experienced leaders, and C-suite we see have seen dramatic results. So thank you for joining us today, uh, Episode 1 of Season 2, Talent Optimization 101, unveiling your... Workforce's hidden gems. Mayor. See
0: see you you on the beach. Thanks for joining us. See you on the beach.
1: Although keep your hat on today. It's very, very windy. It is,
0: yeah. (laughs)